Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 192. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And this is a talk episode where the tutors talk. What do you got for me? Um, I had something and then I forgot. Ah, if you're watching our YouTube, see a drink, take a drink. Beautiful. There you go. I'm going to run out of water soon. Well, you brought your jug. Yep. I mean, this is probably going to be a short podcast, guys. Sorry. Not sorry. It's late Thursday night per usual. Yep. Right on time. Yeah. What did we do Tuesday that we couldn't do this? Uh, Whiskeria. Whiskeria. Yep. That's right. Um, There was something I wanted to bring up on today's podcast, and I completely forgot what it was. Mm. Kyle and I went down, checked out a truck today. Mm Mm-hmm. Kid was a fucking compulsive liar. Just all up and down. We get there, looking at the truck, and we're like, at first eye, it looked like a good truck, looked in good shape, mm-hmm. but it was dirty. And so right away, I'm like, why the like, why the hell is he showing this truck so dirty? Mm-hmm. Like, I never show vehicles dirty unless I'm trying to hide something. Right. So I'm like, what's this guy trying to hide on us? And we're looking around, and Kyle's like, oh, looks like there's been some body work on this side done. So we take a peek, and you can see where the doors aren't lined up perfectly, and you can see some of the body lines are off. And then you can see on the pillar what looks like very shitty mud work. And it's like, man, this dude did not do a good job. And we're like, okay, well, it's just this one pillar and like these two doors, whatever, not the end of the world. And so we take it for a ride, and it rides pretty good. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't pick up a radio station. Oh, weird. And I'm like, Kyle's like, oh, we must just be in bumfuck nowhere. And I'm like, possibly, because we just listened to a podcast the whole way. I'm like, can't pick up a radio station. I've never not picked up a radio station. Yeah. Like, not even like a shitty one. Right. That's a little, that's a little weird. But truck drove good. Truck drove good. Interior was nice, except for one thing, the center console was broken. But, oh. Yeah, but besides that, like, the interior was nice, it rode nice, I'm like, ah, backup camera work, all that shit. So, we get back, and we're looking at it for our uncle, and so we call him on the drive, we're like, yo, you get Carfax, this thing's had some body works done. So, he pulls the Carfax, we get back, and... We're looking at it some more, and we're like, oh, you know, those two panels, it just, this truck's in, in too good a shape to pass up. Like, we are we should just buy this thing. And as the dude goes to grab the spare tire, because the spare tire wasn't underneath it, and we're like, why would you not have the spare tire underneath it? How weird. So as he goes to get the spare tire, Uncle, Uncle Paul calls us back, and he uh, is like, oh, check the left side. Says it was an accident was in an accident, hit from the left side. So we look at the left side, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, my gosh. Like, once we saw that mm-hmm. on the left side, we're like, wait a second. There's damage on the right side, and now there's damage on the left side. And we didn't even look at the left side because the body panels, you know, when they installed them, they did a pretty good job putting them back on. So, like, at first glance looking over everything we didn't see him right. but then we saw the one ding and we're like wait so there's a ding there and then we started looking like close like looking a foot away at the whole truck every panel had damage and had like shitty work done to it and we're looking at the whole thing and i'm like yep nope tell paul we're fucking no no we're be- we're walking mm-hmm. we're not buying this thing um, every every fucking thing, every panel's bad, and we're asking the guy. We're like, dude, what's up with this? Like, do you have any? Like, what is going on with this? And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, that's that's how I bought it. I, I mean, I saw that stuff, but I didn't think nothing of it. It's just it's just a good driving truck, man. I've been all over the U.S. in this thing traveling. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, all right, well, I don't know, dude. There's just too much shit. We're gonna have to pass. Um, but so I asked the kid, I'm like, what do you do for work? And he's like, oh, I'm a business advisor. 
And he's like, I travel all around. He's like, it's a dream job. It's like I'm on vacation all the time. And I'm like, you're 19. Yeah. Business fam. And I was like, ah, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. So we get out of there. And Kyle and I are like, that shit just wasn't right. Something wasn't right. But an hour down the road, Paul sends us a, a, a message. He found through, like, the Carfax and stuff, and then he went and looked at, like, the auction slip. That kid bought it from auction last year. He's the one that did all the shoddy work on it and is trying to sell it and make a buck. And, dude, Kyle and I were just like, what a fucking liar. Right. The number one problem is, had Kyle not seen that first body shit, Mm -hmm. And had we not called Paul, because the truck was, like, dusty. Yeah. You wouldn't have noticed. You wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. And so we would have just taken, like, we would have just, the normal person just looking at this vehicle, not looking deep, would have been, like, runs nice, drives nice, whatever, let's let's go. But um, thank God Kyle saw the body lines were off, and then we called Paul, and he got back to us before we did anything because we were like, dude, mm-hmm. holy shit, did we just dodge a massive bullet. Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah, oh, big time. Because you would have had to you have had to have the whole truck redone. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is with that truck, the underneath was beautiful. There was like really? no, th- there was no rust on the underneath. Like the frame. It was like rust free. That's crazy. Yeah, and so because we were looking at it, I'm like, "Fuck, Kyle's like this thing drives good. The frame's rust free. Like that one panel over there, the the pillar and the two doors. Like, dude, we just gotta live with it. Like, right. this thing's in too. Like, this thing's solid. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got out and we saw that. We we're like, oh my god. Yeah, because you wouldn't know if there's any like frame damage or anything unless if you put it up on a hoist, right? Uh, it's even then. Like, you'd have to, like, look for it and find it. Yeah. Because you can have a little bit of a bent frame and not know. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a little bit. It might just drive a little weird and shit. But anyways, what I'm getting at, how crucial it is for the normal person to pull Carfax. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, I didn't know this, but Kyle told me if a dealer buys it, mm-hmm. a dealer goes and buys a salvage title. Yeah. And a dealer can fix it and have it reinspected and get the salvage removed. Oh. And so the salvage will only show up. So, like, if you buy it in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, let me rephrase this. You buy it in Minnesota and you have a dealership in Wisconsin and you come over, you get it all fixed here, get it reinspected. All it says on the title is previously titled in Minnesota. And so the only way you know if that title's branded is if you get the Carfax. And so I don't know if that kid had a dealership or, or how he managed right. to, to, to get around that. Or like, you know, if he had somebody at a dealership sign off on or whatever. Do you get his name? Uh, his name's Peter. You don't remember his last name? No. You didn't get his last name? Oh. I was going to say, we could try Facebook stalking him. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got his phone number and shit, but I, it's whatever. Karma will catch back up with that kid. Um, But yeah, so, so crucial to spend the 20 bucks for Carfax for mm-hmm. the normal. Like, dude, for anybody. Yeah. You don't know. Paul said, this is the, he ran into this at another truck he looked at. He was up looking at a truck and he saw a couple of dings. He's like. Huh, that doesn't say a couple things. That's a little weird. And he was looking at the tires and he's like, something's weird with the tires. And the kid said in the post that he just replaced brakes like a week ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Paul's like, did you paint these tires? Why do they look weird? The guy's like, I don't know. Tires have never been off. They've been, I've never taken the tires off. And he's like, what? And so he just left. Looked up Carfax. Sure enough, salvage title, same situation. Guy got a clean title and all that. I'm like, dude. This world is fucking rough out. Like, this yeah. game is rough now. Yeah. It was not like this when I was buying and selling cars eight years ago. No. And shit, you know, so. It makes you almost, like, want to, like, I know some dealerships aren't the greatest, but it makes you almost trust dealerships a little bit more than private party right now. 
Yeah, which sucks because you don't dealers. The typical dealer scams the literal shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some good ones. I mean, yeah, there is. Like the guy you've bought. In- that dude's a stud. Two, three vehicles from now? When he's honest. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about him. I go over there. I say, hey, what's the word on this shit? Hey, do we just buy these things from auctions or we get them in? They're banged up. They got a clean title, but we just fucking fix them up, fix the, the damage, the rust, whatever, mm-hmm. and we pass it on. That's why we can sell it at below KBB. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, like, And most of them sick. are from the south too, aren't they? Yeah, he, well, they do a lot of their auctions and throughout the area. So, yeah, yeah like, they'll get rust-free shit in and stuff. And, and he's just honest about it. He's like, that's why it's priced below KBB. We get fucked up shit mm-hmm. and we fix it. And I'm like, that's fair enough, dude. So, about a few things from good guys. Yeah. But I like the honesty. Mm-hmm. You know? You tell me straight and then, then I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And that's their model. Like, that's how they roll and that's cool. Yeah. The only thing with those guys is because they do that. They don't buy the higher end stuff, so they don't really have anything on their lot over like fifteen grand. Yeah, you know. So it's like, man, if I because I talk to him, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for like a nicer Honda Civic, like a mm-hmm. Honda Civic hatchback, uh, twenty twelve or newer Forerunner, um, or like a newer nicer pickup, and they're just like. No, we don't get this. Uh, they're like they have my number. They're like, if we ever come across it, we'll let you know. But that's not our market. I'm like, shit, dude. Because I like buying from them, yeah, Good guys. But, and they've um, expanded that little shop. Hell fast. yeah, dude. They're ripping. Yeah, I'm proud of them. Yeah, they're studs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think that's where Trixie and Kenra bought their new car too. Yeah, it is. Yep. So yeah, good good guys. But yeah, it's. I know Kia. Kia has some pretty, yeah, pretty cool shit. Yeah. I'm not sure how much you have to pay for those warranties. Yeah, or if they just like come part of the. the but we've deal. always looked at cars there, and like they've always been so much more fair price than anywhere else. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, like you go to some of these places, like the Chevys, the Fords, the Toyotas. Yeah, they are so expensive. It's just the do- the Ram. Ram mm. is the most expensive Maybe. by far. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit they do. I'm like, how are you even charging these prices? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the dealerships around Eau Claire, I've noticed. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think it'd be, yeah, I think like if I were to go dealership, I'd probably go Kia. Yeah. Um, For a nicer vehicle. Mm-hmm. And not by a Kia, guys, but like the Kia dealership gets traded. I know. Kia Tellurides look so badass. Actually, they are. We rode in one. Yeah, they're very badass. Oh, they're so and I just love that yellow color. Love it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so today at work, we we're talking about books, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan has never read the Harry Potter series. Rookie. And she's like a fanatic. She read the um, Akotar, A Court of Thorns and Roses, if you guys don't know. Um, she read, so there's five books. Read that in like a week. She just sits and reads. And I'm like, girl, read the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said she's like, uh, you and her are very similar, where she likes to watch things before reading them mm. because she can't, like, visualize. Mm-hmm. So she's like, it's so nice when I, like, watch a movie and then read the book afterwards because then, like, then I, well, she said when she doesn't get mad then when there's, like, other details in the book because it just, like, heightens, like, what she pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she was telling me that. And she's like, so I, I love the movies. I've watched them like a million times. And I was like, girl, read the freaking books. I was like, you will appreciate the series so much more. That's what I noticed with like Harry Potter. I watched the movies before I read the books. So I loved them. And then. Um, the Witcher. The Witcher. I watched The Witcher, read the books. So I loved them. Mm-hmm. But then, or for the first season, for the first season. Yeah. But the second season of The Witcher, I had read that book before that season came out, and I was pissed. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys are already starting. I saw similarities. Yeah. So I wasn't like too mad. I was like, man, okay, they went a little off track, but they didn't, like, they still kind of kept the storyline, so I wasn't too pissed. I think I'm going to be pretty pissed at the third season. We're going to see. Yeah. 
But what pissed me off more than like the two things that pissed me off so much. Jack Carr series on Amazon. Yeah. Um, what uh, the, the Terminalist. Terminalist. Guys, read the Terminalist. It's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. The book is phenomenal. All the books by Jack Carr are phenomenal. And the newest one is coming out soon. Yeah. That series pissed me off so damn much on Amazon. Yeah. Because, dude, they didn't even like... You you were saying like they didn't even try to follow the book. They didn't even try to follow the book. And for once in my life, I visualize shit. For that book, I like actually was able to picture the people and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, the character choices they had, horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible, horrible. They didn't even try. I Well because um is that the author's name, Jack Carr? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, he said when he wrote it, he visualized uh Chris Pratt. Chris P- Pratt playing it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that ain't who I was picturing yeah. at all. Interesting. Yeah, not even a first second. I just, that, the role and the mannerisms of Chris Pratt did not match the book. Mm-hmm. Um, James Reese did not match James Reese's mannerisms and shit like that in the book. And so, because the way he played it, was he was like serious all the time and an asshole mm-hmm. is how how Chris P- Pratt played it. So he was like an asshole going crazy for whatever reason they decided to have that as that role. In the book, he was nothing like that at all. And in the book... He was like charismatic, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and he was super. He was like really kind. He was serious, mm-hmm. but kind and charismatic and all yeah. that shit. And so, seeing how that was played out and like the mannerisms and the personality, I didn't think it matched it at all. So it, it, I'm not looking forward to the second season. And then what? Keep going. Why? Why? I was just confused. Why you? Or like holding your mic like you have to. Because this fucking thing keeps scooting up on me. It's oh. pissing me off. Anyways, and then Jordan Robert, mm. The Wheel of Time. Yeah, you hated that too. I read The Wheel of Time and I visualized that the people in that book the way I visualized it. And it was fine. Then the movie came out. And I was like, that's who you casted. And so I was like, okay. They did not even try. They didn't even try to follow the storyline. Mm-hmm. They just went full R word. Right. Like, because you said the, a lot of the events happened, just no, like, not in the order that. The not movie- in the order and nowhere even near, like, the way it happened. Like, yeah. shit was happening that never happened. I'm like, why? Are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing these things? And it's just, just dumb, mm-hmm. just dumb. So, anyways, one of the one of the like best parts of the one of the best parts of the book is like early on, mm-hmm. um, and him and his dad have to like fight off a bunch of these fucking things. I can't even. They're like warlocks or some shit. I can't think of like what they're called. At the second. But they have to fight him off at their cabin. Mm-hmm. And they have to work their way all the way back to town. It takes them all night and into the morning to, like, he has to drag his dad, who's dying, because he got, like, uh, stabbed or some shit, through the woods all day long to get up to the fucking, up to the uh, town, the village, and they have to, like, pass all these, like, warlocks and shit and, like, these people, like, out there trying to find him to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this is a huge fucking part in the book where these dudes, the dad and the son, have to fight all these fucking things alone. And then the dad gets all fucked up, so the son's got to drag his ass all the way into town all night long into the next morning. And it's not in the book. In the movie? In the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, 
that's a big fucking roll. That's yeah. a that's a big like grabber, you know? That's, yeah. That was the first part of the book where I was like, because here's a 1100 page book or whatever. Yeah. That is like the first part of the book that grabbed me and made me pound through 50 pages, mm-hmm. you know? It's like those, those parts of the book made me like, fuck, boom, pound. Yeah. And they took those like major things. And just threw them out the window. Just threw them out my dude. Yeah, that's dude. Anyways, sorry for going on that. But so what I figured out, if I, if I watch the series first and then read the books, I love the books. Mm-hmm. If I watch the books, if, if I read the books and watch the series, I hate the series. You will, um, no matter what, you would hate the Bridgerton series. I will not read that. Um, I told, I think we've talked about it before on here. The first book was pretty close. To the TV show, uh, the second season, nowhere even near the book. And I don't know why they do that with some. So, you know, on, like, the TV show, like, this younger sister was, like, a huge part, like... Yeah. And, and Anthony... Anthony. Uh, was, uh, um, just, like, in love with the younger sister and, like... He wasn't in love with the younger sister, but he was... He courting. was courting her, yeah. And, like, it was at their wedding that this younger sister realized, like, that the older sister was in love with him and that she couldn't marry him. Right. He, like, just talked to her a couple of times in the book, the younger sister. And then they got forced to get married because he was caught sucking a bee sting, which happened to be on her breast. And so their parents caught it, and then Lady Featherington, who's the biggest gossip, saw him try to... Suck this bee sting out and told them that they had to get married. The Anthony and the older sister. Yeah. Yeah. And they were happy, though, to get married. Uh, no. Not at first. Okay. Um, but so then more more of the book is, like, about, like, them realizing that they do love each other and, like, sure. what life is like after getting married or whatever. And it's just, like, the series literally ended with... The TV show did not show their wedding. And then she was just pregnant. Right. Yep. And you're just like, what just happened? Yeah. I. hmm. But then again, since I've watched the series first and I read the books then I might appreciate the books. I'll like the books then. But but I'm saying like I we watched the second season before I read that book and reading that book afterwards like. Just made me so mad that they fucked up the TV se- the season so bad. I was just like, this season wasn't anything. Like, I like the book a lot more. Yeah. Because the book story makes way more sense than the TV show did. Series, whatever. Here's what I think's going on. That's cute. She's dead. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I think... I think too many people are like... I think Hollywood... I don't think a lot of people are reading nowadays. Yeah, okay. so they just think they can do whatever. So they're just like, we're going to Hollywood this shit and make fucking... And, like, make it how we want to make it. And people are going to love it and all that stuff. Oh, my auntie. We've got such a cute doggo. Yeah. But so, anyways, they say, like, Hollywood makes these things and they just butcher it. And the only thing I can come up with is, like... One, somehow the screenwriters think they can do a better job than the author. Yeah. And they're wrong. Or they don't think people are reading. And a lot of people probably aren't reading. Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't heard that many people complain about The Witcher not being right or Bridgerton being right. And it's because I don't think they read. Yeah. But it's weird because remember my brother read Wheel of Time or my brother's uh, husband read wheel of time and he's like i love the tv series and you were just like it wasn't anything like the book though yeah i couldn't so i don't know if people just like don't care or if they're not reading it i don't know i don't know but also think about this with the bridgerton series they got people hooked onto that with the first season because there was nudity there was lots of sex they do that in there was nothing in the second season they they do that they did that in the witcher yeah they did they did that in peaky blinders oh yeah they did it in uh game of thrones yep they the they did it in um shameless 
There was still nudity throughout, but most of the nudity was yeah. the first two seasons. Yeah, like you're a right. copious amount. I um, that show. Yeah, which is whatever. But, <laughs> dude, that's something I. That's something that really pissed me off about the second season of The Witcher. Mm. Is like, there The Witcher is very lewd. Mm-hmm. That's just a book. It's very lewd. There's like a lot of shit going on. There's a lot, there's a so much fighting, so much sex. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Very fucking passionate type of book. So then you come to the film. The first one was just like it. You had all that nudity. You mm-hmm. had all that fighting. You had all the gore. You had all that right, and it was yeah. it was phenomenal. It was beautiful. The second book. In the second film, I was waiting for those fucking crazy battle scenes. I was waiting for the, like, the, there's, like, hot tub scenes and, like, Mm -hmm. all sorts of, you know, like, crazy sex orgy shit. None of it happened. Yeah, no. And when they did have the hot tub scene, not a single piece of nudity. And I'm just like, guys, it literally describes the nudity Mm -hmm. in the book. Like, it describes it. Bridgerton smut. Dude, it's not even safe how this some of this shit is. Like it makes that's it makes no sense because Bridgerton is literally labeled smut. So it is like very sexual. Yeah. And there was the one where they were in the garden, which doesn't even happen in the book. Mm-hmm. Dumb. That's the uh, Did you even see nudity though in the garden? No. You didn't no. see anything. Dude, that's that shit that like yeah, that shit pisses me off. Dude, show the nudity. Yeah. Like, that's part of the story. That's part of the shit. Um, I don't know. And it's not even, like, sexualizing it at all. It's about, um, like, just following the story and the theme right. of the thing. Like, right. Uh, that's what worries me about their... I think they're going to make A Court of Thorns and Roses in movies. Yeah. It's going to be horrible. <sighs> and it worries me so much because they... That book, very, very descriptive sex scenes and they're very hot and heavy and i'm sure they're just gonna get cut out i just don't like hollywood taking this stuff and butchering the shit out of Mm -hmm. all of it harry potter wasn't the best because they couldn't fit that amount of shit in a movie right but they didn't cut the storyline the storyline was not fucked with the characters were not really fucked with some they talked about more than others mm-hmm. but like they like Ginny had a way bigger role in the books than she did in the in yeah. the uh in the films but they didn't fuck with the like timeline of things the mm-hmm. storyline the yeah. plot yeah sure they they had to take out a bunch of stuff and if they would have put it in a series it would have been a beautiful thing but now Hollywood's just like, we're going to Hollywood this and not even, we're going to yeah. make our own plot. Yeah. No, don't do it. You're not better than the writer. There's a reason you aren't, a, you aren't an author because mm. you're not as good as them. Don't do, do it. That's why like people are trying to get JK Rowling to not be a part of the Harry Potter series. Um, cause they're going to do a TV series of it now. Um, they're trying to, all these woke cancel culture people are trying to get her kicked off of it. And it's yeah. just like, it's going to be shitty as fuck that, if you don't have her a part of it. That shit will tank. 100%. It'll, it'll tank. And then it was just like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we're going to have to wait another 15, 20 years until the rights retire again for someone to fucking do a better job. And by then, she, who knows if she'll still be around. Right. Yeah, They. It, it is very crucial that she plays a big role in this and that she holds everybody accountable. And I think she's one of the few that will. Yeah. Because she's very straight up with what she believes. Yeah. Um, they, uh, the one thing that, like, always made me, like, so sad about TV shows that you don't get from, like, you don't get from TV shows like you do books. One of the books, and I can't remember if it's the fifth or the sixth one. Um, you can tell Harry's going through puberty mm. because he thinks of like, cause mm-hmm. you can read his thoughts right. in the book. And so it's really sad that you don't really see it as much in the TV or in the movies. Yeah. They do a little bit with like Ron making out with what's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Hermione getting more emotional and like Harry being kind of weird with Ginny. Right. Um, but just, like, some of the thoughts he has in the right. book, like, it's so funny to read. That's so true. Uh-huh. That's fun. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, that was fucking 30 minutes of TV talk. TV and books, yeah. It's Which book fun. are you reading right now, Sean? Sherlock Holmes. I bet you like that, too, because uh, you can picture Sherlock, can't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because some of those stories are from the TV show, too. Ah. Do you know who I picture? I'm trying to think of you, Robert Downing Jr., don't you? Is it Benedict? Benedict Cumberpatch. Good. And who's the other dude? Uh, I always forget his name. Uh. No, actually, oddly enough, I picture Benedict Cumberpatch, and I picture the Watson um, from the Watson from Robert Downey Jr. He is more of a Watson. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the combo I picture. Interesting. Yeah. Do you say Cumberpatch or Cumberbatch? I don't know. Whatever it is. Okay. What is it? Cumberbatch. Batch. Is it? Batch. I call it Patch, Cumber yeah. Patch. No, Cumber Patch. Yeah, whatever. You know who I'm talking about yeah. when I say it. That's true. But so that's how I picture it. So I always picture him and then the other guys. Who, thinking back a uh, long time ago, when I got you to start reading, which was the Ugly series, do you like have a picture of, like, an idea of mine of who would play, uh, what's Tally? Tally Youngblood? Was that her? Was that that series? Yeah, and she's not Asian. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, no. Wait, did they pick someone that's Asian to play her? Yeah, because the book's in Singapore. The book, is the whole thing, we find out, partway through the book, you find out that it's based in Asia, around Singapore area. Huh. And I was reading that, and I found that, and I was just like, in my mind, I was like, wait a second. Have I been picturing the wrong type of people? So I had someone pictured for the Tally Youngblood or whatever, Mm -hmm. and... It is not what it ended up being. It has being. been so... Like, it's probably been 10 years since I read those. It's such a good book. I didn't even catch that. How do you remember that? I don't know. Okay, cool. Um, I want to read those again. Does I know. Does still have them? Yeah, she does. Of course she does. Has she read them? Uh, I, she, yeah, she read all of them but the fourth one. Which the fourth one is fourth hard one to get sucks. into. Yeah. Um. But I think her neighbor's reading them right now or something. We're never getting them back. No, we are. Because she's not letting her neighbor take them off her premises. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yep. Yeah, I think Brooke has like eight of her books. Because um, she has all of our Marie Kondo books. She has uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and then yeah. The Ugly Series. I would read The Ugly Series again. Yeah, so would I. I like that a lot. They're coming out, though. They're supposed to have one coming out. A TV show? Yeah. Look You've seen that, right? Yeah, look it up. But so the main lead is, uh, she is Asian, the main lead. Which oh. makes sense because it's, it's based out of Asia. Um, um, uglies. Oh, book series. Um, I am currently, I'm reading The Selection, which has been really, really interesting because it... Um, I feel like it could be our future very, very easily. Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, she's not that Asian. Let's see. Is she, she, she? I don't think she's Asian. No, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um. Wait, that's who's playing her? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. They've switched the cast. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, this is just going to be a book podcast. I don't care. Uh, so the selection is about, uh, like... They go briefly into the the history of this new country's um, past or whatever. And it was the USA. And then they got in a war with China. So then they became the United States of China. And then Russia wanted to invade as well. So then it was something. And then the people were... Uh, all of North America didn't want Russia or China near them. So Canada and Mexico banded with the American citizens to defeat China and Russia out of the country. And so they decided they're, they're, the leader of the people was Gregory Ilya, which he named the country after himself because it's now Ilya. And he decided to make it a monarchy again. 
and because he wanted to make sure that the power stayed in his family because he was very greedy um and like he even sold his daughter off to some other countries king so they could have peaceful whatever um like that's how greedy he was he was just like daughter you're gonna go marry this guy and so i think actually the funny thing was his son was so upset by what his father did that uh he like killed himself so then it ended up going to like their cousins I guess I kind of did picture a chick like this for Tally Youngblood. Oh, yeah. I Maybe I was way off, but I was thinking who they had. Shay was Tally Youngblood. I may, maybe I looked at the picture wrong uh, originally. Maybe. Because, yeah, when I saw who Shay, mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, dude, that don't make sense for her. I didn't like it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Wait, did you see... What is, that's a that's a new that's a new cast. It's a new. That's why I'm wondering if it's a new cast because he was not a part of it. Uh, yeah, I bet you because it's they've taken a really long time to like actually start this. Years. Um. But they wrapped up filming. They said. Oh, did it? Oh, so anyway, so this book is about like, uh, the current prince trying to find his new princess, and like the whole country's in a caste system. So, the royalty is ones, and it goes all the way down to like the homeless are eights. And so whatever caster in is limits you to what jobs you can get or what school mm-hmm. you can go to and all this shit. And I was just like, man, I don't think this book is too far off of what's going to happen. That's very much like two films that are similar to each other. The Hunger Games mm-hmm. and Divergent. Oh, yeah. Series. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. But Divergent. Factions. And... You can choose to switch your faction, though, in Correct. Divergent. Yes, you can. So in this one, you can't. You can marry. So... The woman moves to whatever cast the husband's in. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter for guys if they marry down, but all women try to marry up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And it's very weird, too, like, about how, like, some of their jobs are set up. So the main girl is a five, um, and they can only be, like, artists or musicians or, like, something creative like that great yeah because you're just that's not something you're born with right well and it's it's fine for them because a lot of times like that creativity does run in families so it's normally fine but like the main girl her younger brother would rather play sports than do any creative thing so like she's trying to think of like ways to like get her little brother out of that cast system because he's forever going to be in that cast because he's a male Right. So. Yeah. Um. Could be mm-hmm. possible. Do you see CNN let Trump on? Yeah. And it like didn't go well for them. Did not go well for them. Yeah, they like tried to like discredit him and uh make him seem like a criminal and like he was just like, dude, I just saw this clip because they the lady asked him, uh, why did you wait two to three hours after they invaded the Capitol after they smashed windows and harassed the police? Uh, to tell them to be peaceful. And he's like, well, actually. And he, like, opens his jacket, pulls out a printed copy of his tweets from J6. And so he, like, stated, he's like, if you see here on January 5th, I said to, like, how much I appreciate all of our security and police officers that guard our capital and to the people to remain peaceful. And he's like, and then on, did I say January 5th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, and then you see on January 6th at 2.30 p.m., which is, like, while they were doing it, or, like, right when they started, I said to remain peaceful and to go home and not to hurt anyone. And he's mm-hmm. like, but Twitter took my post down. Mm-hmm. Damn. And he's like, we didn't know about that till later. And he's like, because, you know, I got deactivated on Twitter. And he's like, I just got it back now, but now I'm on... Um, Rumble. No, there's a different one. Truth Social. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm on Truth, so I don't know if I'm going to go back to Twitter. He's like, Truth is where it's at. And the, the wow. crowd just starts cheering for him. It just shuts that reporter down. So good. Well, I like the, the reporter's like, who do you want to win the war, Russia or Ukraine? And he's like, I don't look at it as who's I want to win. He's like, I look at it as let's stop the death. And the the reporter's like, no, 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 that's not my question. Who do you want to see to win, Russia or Ukraine? And he's like, neither. I want 
the war to stop. I want the death to stop. Mm -hmm. There does not have to be a winner. And I was like, wow, that definitely didn't, like, is not going the way they wanted it to go. Yeah. Well, and he tried, like, or they tried bringing up the case, the suit that he just lost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, because she tries, like, accusing him of, like, sexual assaulting this woman. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, let's go through these details. And, like, did you have, did you hear this at all? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, apparently, this woman, who's now in, like, her 80s, so this was when she was, like, in her 60s. Sure. Um she claimed that they were at some place some like store at the same time and when they just saw each other they were just so infatuated with each other and he's like i've only ever been at the store when i have some benefits because i do donate or something and he's like and she claims that we just hit it off right away and there was a dressing room right next to the entrance and she went in there and just happened there just happened to be an unlocked dressing room and you know, we went, we went in together and whatever. And he's just like, what crazy 60 year old woman is going into a dressing room to play hanky panky? He's just like, that is just the most immature thing or something like that. Dude. And you got to think about it like this. The frequency he's operating at a man like that is not wasting time playing hanky-panky. Yeah. That motherfucker's got hanky-panky schedule with his wife later. Mm-hmm. He's not... Dude, if he's out signing at some sort of press conference, doing anything like that, a benefit, he is not wasting his time trying to hook up... He ain't even thinking about that shit. His mind's on business. Right. Dude, these, mother, these guys operating at that level, that frequency... Are not even thinking about fucking during the day. Hell no. Like, and not with some rando. No, hell no. Dude, they are operating at way too high of a level to mm. be worrying about that. Yeah, even doing, like, during the court case, like, he, like, stated to, he was just like, I am not attracted to this woman. And he's just like, you, I'm not attracted to you. Right. And like, like, to some, I don't know, he's like, no offense, but I'm, like, you're not attractive to me. So why would I sexually assault someone that I'm not attracted to? And well, not even that, like, so you think about that, these people accusing him of that, why a multi-billionaire, he can get 20-year-old models yeah. for free, Yeah. literally, 20-year-old models just to hang out at one of his mansions or on one of his yachts, go on his private jet, anything, he doesn't even have to pay these girls, Yeah. and he could be with 20-year-old models, mm-hmm. dude, don't tell me he's banging a 60-year-old fucking grandma in a dressing room, 100%. please, I I don't, the, the average person does not understand high frequency, Mm-mm. because most people operate at such a low frequency, they have no idea what it's like to truly be busy with your mind occupied, Right. Um, and I'm not even like at a, I'm not even like operating at a high frequency. I'm operating at like a very low medium frequency. Mm. But you look at some of these guys at a high frequency, the Ed Milets, the Donald Trumps, the freaking Andy, Andy Frisellas, Bradley, Wes Watson, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone, thank you. Um, Robert Kiyosaki. Dude, you think those guys, that their day to day, they're not thinking a hanky panky with a rando. Mm-hmm. They're like work, 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 business, business, like next level, next level, next level, dude. That shit is very, very interesting. Well, and we've even talked about uh, how like you and I don't even have time to be depressed right now. Like literally, we're just so go, 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 go. It's too busy to be depressed. Yeah, fuck that. So it's the same thing. Like you just you're. You have too many things occupying your mind that you're not even going to be thinking about that. Right. Especially at a benefit, dude. Right. You think Donald Trump gets a free minute away from people? Yeah. No. Dude. No. Uh, there's a... I just saw this in the news while I was scrolling Twitter before you get home. This is my last thing. Uh, there's a high school in New York that's um, getting backlash right now because the girls track team 
um, or the the high school track team that they have, the men uh, practice shirtless. Yeah. And so the girls asked the athletic director if they could be in their sports bras. And the athletic director, who's a woman, uh, said no. That because they have male coaches, it'd be too distracting for their male coaches. These are high schoolers. So, fucking coaches shouldn't be looking at them anyways. And so, they were told that if any of them tried to be shirtless at practice, that they would be asked to leave their practice. And the, uh, the men were just politely asked to put their shirts back on, but could stay at practice. But the girls had to be escorted out. Instead of just asking politely if they could put their shirts back on, mm-hmm. they were escorted out of their practice. And then they made a petition to be like, this is sexist that we can't practice in our sports bras, but the men can be shirtless. Um, they made a petition and had some altercation with like the athletic director at some sports event the next day. And I don't remember how many of the, how many of the girl uh, track people, um, but I think at least five of them or five or 15 got suspended because apparently they, uh, raised their voices and like, swore at the athletic director about how unfair it was and they were just like no she's lying about how we acted and there's like maybe we were loud because we were outside at a sporting event so we wanted to make sure she could hear us and now now they got suspended how crazy is that i think maybe we should get a little bit better quality and do a little more like a little more selection when it comes to coaching and teachers then. Yeah. Like if you think about like at the at the at the like elite level of sports think of think of like track athletes, swimmers, there's male coaches in those worlds. In that world, and you're talking of age females, and they're still able to coach them. Mm-hmm. Weightlifters, dude, Gymna- CrossFit, gymnastics. gymnastics. Oh my god, volleyball. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Gymnastics at the age of fucking any age, mm-hmm. all the way through high school, all that shit, dude. Look at at Olympic runners. They run in sports bras and fucking yeah. swimsuit bottoms. Yeah, dude, you need to do a better job selecting these coaches and shit and you know what it just goes into this they need to have more shit in their day Mm -hmm. they need to have like more shit going on so these coaches or these teachers whatever it is maybe they need to be like maybe they need a more workload more demanding mental tasks Mm -hmm. something so that these dudes aren't thinking or getting distracted from these chicks and they just have the fucking goal in mind but the uh, the issue i think is not the people for the most part it's like the people higher up there are saying like oh the male coaches like the male coaches will get distracted well did you ask the male coaches if it's okay oh that's a good point so it's the higher up saying that it's going to be the men getting distracted and it's just like no they're fucking adult males that shouldn't be looking at underage women anyways most likely a lot of them are like professional like very professional yeah there's a, there's a good chance a lot of them are very professional and i think you'll get that a lot mm. with like older culture coaches and teachers who yeah. have kids the similar age yeah of like high school you know or kids in general yeah yeah because yeah they're they're not even in that but where you get these issues and i noticed this a lot with fucking like even in my school you would get these issues where you had like student teachers come and mm. student teach and then they'd become like teachers like yeah or like 20 we had like a 24 year old home ec teacher she was banging another teacher and like all the fucking students all the like jock dudes would go flirt with her and stuff and yeah. she just like eat it all up 
that's the shit that's the problem. Yeah. Like the the forty year old coach, that's usually not an issue. Yeah. I mean, there's outliers. There's outliers for sure, but usually that's not the, the yeah. issue. That's so true. Cause yeah, I mean, the principal that got or the superintendent that got busted at Altoona. Yeah. I mean, he was fresh out of college when he started teaching there. Right. And, yeah, it was all these sophomore girls were hitting on him constantly. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm sure senior girls and shit, too. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, never have I felt, like, sexualized by any coach, teacher, nothing. Right. And we did have some younger teachers, but they were professional because that's their fucking job. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so many of those people know that, like, school's a safe place for people. Right. So you don't want to tarnish a safe place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like some dumb political shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna be very interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I think it's a big high school too. Probably. It was like Albany, New York. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, uh, just don't fucking sexualize people. Right. The U.S. more than any other country sexualizes the human body. Media. Way too much. Do you say we do? It's media. Yeah. It's always some media mm-hmm. shit. That's like one thing I've oh like. Um, other things that i've heard like from europeans is like we're just like oh my god like they showed a nipple right like and people freak out about it and they're just like yep and half of europe's like what's a bra yeah yeah have nude beaches and whatnot uh-huh. yeah i definitely we yeah we're a little weird with that shit mm. and it's like for our it's at our detriment too Mm-hmm. yeah mm. cool all right people let's wrap this shit up it's late yeah. sounds good Alright, thanks for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. See you.